0: This is a Capricorn FM podcast. We are talking about the chairman's conversation. So Dr. Welkos, of course, uh, wears many hats, is characterized in many ways and many contributions in our society. And that will be the gist of the matter when he sits down with uh, Mr. Given Mukari there, eventually for that chairman's conversation. But somebody who knows him very well and knows many other sites of him is Professor Tinyuko Komaluleke, who is a political analyst and an academic. And um, so uh, Dr. Koz, of course, had written books. Um, and you've heard the chairman of MSG Africa talk about that when he was announcing or revealing the name during the, the reveal. Um, as written books and, and so on. And so we look at this site of him with Professor Tenyukumala. Prof, good evening and welcome.
1: Good evening and good evening to your listeners, Gamula.
0: Good evening, good evening. Thank you very much for joining us and to come and share with us the Dr. Ruel causa that you know. So I know Dr. Ruel Koza, of course, has written books. Uh, talk Talk to us about that, Prof.
1: Yeah, well, he's written many books. I think he's written at least six books that I'm aware of. I also happened to to have been to the same high school as he went to, but several years later, as you can imagine,
2: yeah.
1: he is my senior. But my claim to fame in this world is that I go about saying I went to the high school uh, that uh, Dr. Cosa went to. Yeah. Uh, although I went many years later when the school was not as prestigious as it was during his time. Uh, that is of course Bancuna high School at uh, at uh, in guangcoa in mm. yes um so so thats that's one connection that that I have mm. with him, but my biggest connection with him is him as an academic, especially his uh, his two books mm. that I have used extensively in my own teaching, but also for my own personal uh growth. Mm. Uh, the one book is uh, the book called um, Let Africa Lead. Mm. So one of the things that is very distinctive about Dr. Ruel Koza mm. is the centrality of Africa in his thought. He thinks like an African. He places Africa at the center of his thought.
2: Mm.
1: And uh, his ideas about business uh, are all centered about Africanity, and that is that's an important thing because he is not a narrow-minded, looking at only South Africa or Johannesburg or even the area that he comes from. He regards the whole of Africa. I mean, so today you, you will have seen the the the, the Africa Trade Fair mm. uh, event, which is worth billions. I mean, such a thing as that mm. will probably make uh, Dr. Cosa very happy because he pitches his thought at that level of the continent. He is a pan-Africanist uh, at heart. So Let Africa Lead was uh, is, is actually my favorite book Yes, uh, that he has written. And what I like about that book is how he is grounded. Mm. So he talks about himself growing up as a head boy, mm. looking after cattle and goats. Mm. and how his own grandfather was very important in shaping his philosophy of life, in teaching him to be responsible Mm. uh, as a human being. And he says he always goes back to those moments uh, when his his own grandfather Mm. was bringing him up, teaching him about uh, uh, African values. Uh, which he was able to translate into business. Now, ordinarily, you could argue that African values are anti-business. African values are anti-capitalist. African values are anti-white monopoly capital. All Mm. this stuff Mm. that we talk about nowadays. But in Dr. Ruel Koza, you find the bridge. Mm. He has been able to build that bridge between... Business as we have come to know it, yeah. and African values, and African values. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. and 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 just even if we speak about what he writes and his contribution to uh, to the continent and his advisory roles, different roles that he has played in in, in the continent, sure speaks to to this matter that you're raising. The title of the book as well.
1: Oh yeah, no, certainly. Uh, I mean, he is not only influential. In South Africa, he, his uh, his advice, his uh, knowledge, his uh, thought have been sought after mm. by by presidents from other countries in this country, by uh, entities, uh, business entities from all over the continent. Mm. Um, I mean, in one of his books, he talks about how when he was on a flight, he wrote down two lines. Mm. Or, or one line, you know, uh, if, not, if not now, when? Mm. If not us, who? Mm. And how those, uh, those two sentences uh, made him to think about what is Africa's contribution to development in the world? He firmly believes that there's something unique in Africa that the world does not have. In other words, in, in Dr. Royal's mind, if Africa was to be removed from the world, mm. the world would be a much poorer place. Mm. And that's a different kind of approach because there are many people who think that Africa needs to import and import and import from other parts of the world. Mm. Uh, that Africa needs to go and learn, as it were, from elsewhere. Mm. But he feels that we have a lot to teach the world if we if we look deeper at who we are and where we come from.
0: And even if we speak as, uh, on his books, and this will be in, in, in his books, uh, uh, how would you characterize him?
1: Uh, well, his passion is leadership. So most, if not all of his books revolve around leadership. But what is unique about his approach to leadership is that he believes that there is an African form of leadership and that Africa is capable of leading the world. Mm. So, for example, his larger book uh, called Attuned Leadership Mm. is a book that delves into such concepts as um, Ubuntu, uh, efficacy, ethics, personhood, governance, accountability, responsibility, and he also dares to look into the future. Mm. But leadership, leadership, leadership is his, um, his, his passion, and that's what... He, he writes about, and that's what he theorizes about.
0: Mm-hmm. And and his journey into the person he has become, into a business person, has become a leader in our society. Uh, maybe you can share a bit about that.
1: I can't uh, give uh, details of because he is yet to to write a biography as such. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, we get snippets of his biography from. Uh, from uh, anecdotes that he gives uh, in his book. Yes. And we get snippets of his biography from sitting down and talking to him. Those of us mm. who have been fortunate enough to uh, sit at his feet mm. and I'm one of those people. Yeah. But he, he is yet to write a a full biography of himself. Mm. Uh, and I hope that he does that one day. But what is very clear Mm. Is that this is a family man, a man who comes from rural Bushback Ridge, mm. born and bred there. And the greatest lessons in his life, which he, which have transported him into who he, ha- he has become, come from that rural upbringing mm. where he's especially his grandparents, Mm. uh, gave him the values uh, that I was referring to earlier, the values of uh, responsibility, values of um, taking accountability. I mean, he talks about how they were woken up very early in the morning every day by his grandfather Mm. in order to go and look after Kaki. All of those ethical values and those um, values, a tenant of responsibility mm. he took with him into the business world into the banking world yeah and he changed the banking world using uh, these uh, rural precepts that he learned from from his childhood and from his parents mm. in bush Park all
0: right well thank you very much prof appreciate your time that was a capricorn fm podcast for more podcasts visit capricornfm.co.za